Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, and content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Today's podcast brought to you by Tango Charlie Apparel, apparel for the rest of us. Go to Tango Charlie Apparel for all your fitness apparel needs. So welcome, guys. Uh, really excited for you guys to be here today. We have a very special guest, Carrie Pierce, four-time CrossFit Games competitor. She actually just qualified for her fifth trip to Madison uh, just a little while ago, and I'm excited to get a chance to see her compete here in just a few weeks at the CrossFit Games. Uh, Carrie was nice enough to sit down with me in Columbus uh, immediately following the Rogue Invitational, and uh, we just had a really terrific chat. Uh, talked about uh, her life before and after CrossFit, how it's impacted her, and, and advice she has for those of you out there that, that maybe are new and and uh, still need some help with it. Uh, we compared abs. Uh, spoiler alert, she wins. Um, but overall, just a really fantastic conversation. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, so let's um, let me tell the the crowd listening kind of how we, I guess, virtually met, or since I tend to meet everyone virtually these days, uh, I think the first time, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first time I got on your radar is when I correctly predicted where you were going to finish in the CrossFit Games last year. Yep. That's exactly it. Were you impressed? I was really impressed. See, I knew you you were, I knew you were going to say that because I'm psychic. You are psychic. I I, I was actually you were for the record you were the only one I hit right on the money. <laughs> there you go. I was so all, that's why it worked out well. I was all over the board, and it didn't help that uh, oh, I forget her name now. The one the one girl got popped, and uh, so they threw up my whole board. I had her in the like top four, and then she got tested and dropped off and it messed everybody up and they oh. all fell and yeah it does mess everything up when one person I know. gets out my, ho- my whole board was messed up it was I like know. fantasy football and they <laughs> right well you're it. welcome for being the one that I know. was right you know i was impressed i didn't the funny thing is is i didn't go back to look to see how i did and then you commented i'm like oh crap i better go check and see how <laughs> see how well i did and uh-huh. i think i was one for 20 i think you were the only one i got right between the, the women and the men perfect Oh, we'll count it. We'll count it. Yeah, well, I say it's even worth double points. <laughs> it should have been. So, right. so let's talk about you. So you're from Michigan, right? Yeah, originally from Ann Arbor. Okay. Born yeah. and raised. Whole life? Yeah, until about six years ago when I moved to New York City. So you went to University of Michigan? Correct. And I did gymnastics there for four years. So Four-time Big Ten champion. So we're in Columbus right now. Does this freak you out a little? It does. But I was at a CrossFit gym yesterday. Yeah. It was, I think, about like half an hour north. And the owner... Right. Had a Michigan hat on, so I was okay. like, go blue. Right. And then everyone started booing me, and he's like, the one time I have somebody in my corner out here in Columbus. So I haven't said go blue right. yet because I've, I've seen what happens. Columbus fans get they're, a little crazy. They're a little sketch. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not from Ohio originally, but I, uh, I've lived in Ohio for 25 years, and they are fanatical, and they are extra fanatical about Michigan. Yeah. I'm just glad it's not football season because then I've heard you get like your – Car egged and right. stuff. Have and you been over to the horseshoe? I haven't. No. I've I've been to Ohio State. I was since I was on the gymnastics team. We came down a couple times uh, for competitions, and then also to watch the guys' Big Ten right. gymnastics competition. Okay, so you've never been in the end zone at the horseshoe? No, I haven't. You're definitely from Michigan. I <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I couldn't I, resist. It was, that's okay. That was that's too okay. easy. You're probably the most famous person out of Michigan since Eminem these days. There we go. Thank you. Appreciate it. How's uh, how's your rap game? Oh, it's not right. Eminem no. wouldn't be impressed. No? I don't know. We're going to play a game. Okay. All right, so I'm going to give you an artist. 
Okay. And a lyric, and then you have to fill in the blank on the lyric. Oh, man. All right, okay. so, if, so we'll see how you do. You get three three lyrics, all right? We'll see if you go three for three. <laughs> three. Special prizes okay. if you can get all three, all um. right? First one comes from NWA, classic band. Straight Outta Blank. They made a movie about it. Straight Outta Blank. <laughs> This is as easy as they get. I know, but my nat rap game isn't strong. Straight out of East Compton. There, there you go, straight out is of Compton. It, oh, okay. All right, we'll, we'll, we will, we'll allow it. <laughs> okay, perfect. We'll allow that. There you go. I don't know if there is an East Compton. I'm going to look that <laughs> up even, later. I don't even know why I thought it was East, but straight out of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Making up my own thing. Second one comes from the immortal Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> okay. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice. Boom, look there at you. There you go. Got two it. Two for two. Thank you, thank you. All right. Oh, man, no pressure now. Here's where it gets a little harder. Oh, jeez. All right. Last one comes from Childish Gambino. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Song was called Sweatpants. <laughs> Watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game locked. Half tie thicky, all she want to do is blank. Can you repeat that one more time? Watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game locked. Half tie thicky. All she want to do is blank. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. No guesses? The no. answer we were looking for is Bangkok. Oh. Bangkok. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. To, I was like, what? Ra like, trying to, be, to get a rhyme here. To be fair, I had to look up what half tie thicky is. Okay, the there you go. What is a half tie thicky? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you need know. to go Google it on your own. <laughs> okay, not, there we go. I'm not going to explain All podcasters, it. you got to Google it. Yeah, okay. just Google it on your own. <laughs> okay. So uh, so here's some questions for you, and then these will be hard. These will be really hard-hitting questions. Okay. So if I could just wave a magic wand and you win the CrossFit Games, but in order to win for the rest of your life, you would have to sing Hang On Sloopy and chant O-H-I-O. At Ohio State Michigan games for the rest of your life, would you do it? Man, that's like one of the few things I'm like, ah, that's really close. I f I <laughs> I'm hesitant, but I'm going to say yes. All right. I am. True I'm, I'm sorry, all Michigan fans. True it, competitor. You, can, you can shout go blue again if you want. I'm not an Ohio State okay. fan, so it's yeah. not, not going to hurt yeah. my feelings. Although people might come running in from outside. <laughs> They're like, who are you? Why, why are you going both ways? Yeah. You're like the one person in the world. So one of my college teammates is from Ohio, and she secretly would root for Ohio State every football game. She still does. And we're like, but you went to Michigan. She's like, yeah, only for the gymnastics. Every other sport is Ohio State. I'm like, you can't be both ways. Yeah. She's no, like, I can't. can be what I want. I was like, you're, you're just confused. I don't get it. See, I, I grew up in the Deep South, so I'm a huge Ole Miss fan. I have a 17 year or 15-year-old daughter. I promise you, if they were in the room right now, you could ask them, rank the teams we hate in order. And they could tell you. Wow. They're, they're, you know, they know if you're an Ole Miss fan, you hate, yeah. you hate Mississippi State first. There you go. You hate Auburn, Auburn second, LSU third, you there know, you go. And, and like right down the list. Yeah. It's kind of the same way in the Big Ten. Here in Ohio, it's that school up north. You know, they, don't, they won't even say Michigan here. Right. It's, it's and absolutely when they, insane. And I was talking to someone the other day, and they're like, when they, whenever they say like Ohio State, it's always the Ohio oh, State. Is it like, me. do you really need that yes. the yes, in front do. of it? They is do. It, is it? Yeah. They, yeah. They do. I don't get why, though. I'm like, and that's why I don't like you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, trust me. I've been to games here. I feel the same way. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a little annoying. I'm probably, you know, 
most of my followers are probably Ohio State fans since I, <laughs> I live here. I, They're all just clicking off right now. Yeah. They're deleted. like, oh, man, I can't, can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> all right, so here's another tough one for you. So um, I was looking at your Instagram page, and uh, you do this uh, have amazing abs in 30 days thing, which is mm-hmm. really cool. So here's the question. Would you rather have amazing abs or run a dank meme page with over 100,000 followers? And before you answer, you can't have both. Trust me on this. You can't have both. <laughs> I know. That's Man, this is like you versus me, huh? <laughs> there you go. It's, You're going with the abs, I can tell. Of course I'm going with the abs. <laughs> of course. I've clearly made my choice. That's it. Yep. All right. So here's a good. This one came from my daughter. This is a great question. She asked me this cool. last night. I had a really specific answer. We'll see what yours is. So would you rather fight two 17-year-olds or 17 two-year-olds? <laughs> That's amazing. That's a tough question, right? Yeah, because I'm like, I can't imagine, I mean, fighting anyone, let alone two-year-olds. Like, Oh, I, I answered quick. I don't think I could do it. I'd take down the two-year-olds. I, Really? This is an easy answer. Look, you just, just like little karate chop, yeah, little. You, you just punt, punt them, you punt the first one, one at a time. You ever seen the movie Three Hundred where Leonidas kicks yeah. the guy into the hole? You do that to the <laughs> first kid. Yeah. It takes out like ten, like right off the like bat. Like bowling balls. Yeah, you know, and then they you pick one go. of them up and you just swing it at the others, and you're good. Yeah, that's it. Be way Maybe you just easier. pick up one and then just start circling with it yes. and just knock everyone out. There you go. I like your style. <laughs> that's a good question. I think it is. Matter of fact, we think it that is. might be a reoccurring question on all podcasts. There you go. Forward. We'll see what everyone answers. Or something similar. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, so I can use the two-year-olds as a weapon, too. Got it. I Done. think you can. That's I, it. I, I think it's legal in Ohio. I, yeah. I haven't checked, but we'll check. But for, for now, for these, this purpose, it is. Yeah. So let's talk about you. So you've, uh, you've been in CrossFit for how long now? Uh, four and a half years since November 2014. And how many times have you been to the games? Four times. This will be my fifth year. So you you started CrossFit and made the games in how many months? Six months? Is it was right? about six months. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I mean, so it is it is crazy. It was like such a quick time to learn the sport. But I did gymnastics for 18 years. And then I did some weightlifting. I did some powerlifting. I did a little bit of physique competition. Or, yeah, physique competition. And so I basically had to learn, learn cardio because right. I had never really done much of that between, you know, gymnastics, weightlifting, sure. powerlifting. You don't run you don't really do much cardio or anything um besides burpees so that was the main thing that i had to learn and just like the strategy of the sport but my coach really helped me with that were you so. surprised at how fast you took to it very i mean it and going into like my first i guess you'd call it crossfit season like going into the open i was like oh this will be fun like let's just see how it goes and then like each week kind of got better and better and people were like oh you can qualify for you might be able to qualify for regionals i was like that would be insane so I remember going into the last workout, especially it was 15-5. It was, I think, I forgot the exact, it was like 27, 24, 21, 18, 15, 12, 9 of calorie row thrusters. Right. And my coach was like, okay, so like, what do you plan on holding on the row? And I was like, I don't know. Let me, I like jumped on the row and I gave it like five pulls and it was like 10-50. I'm like, right around there. That's good. Let's, let's try and do that. Right. And he's like, okay. And the thrusters, I was like, we're just going to do those unbroken. He's like, okay, sounds good. Let's do it. And that, I mean, that was the workout that ended up qualifying me for regionals. I did well enough in it. It's one of those that I want to retest at some point just because I'm like, I had no idea what I was doing back then. But ended up qualifying for regionals that year. Just wanted to go to regionals and have a good time and ended up in, I was in fourth place going into the final day and there was some gymnastics stuff. So I even bumped up into third and qualified for the CrossFit Games. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. 
Thank you. And you've made it every year. I have. And it's really cool because, like, you know, the first year you make it, it's kind of like, oh, she's a one-time wonder. And they're like, oh, just the regional, the event regionals, or the events at regionals just fell into her wheelhouse. And then the next year it was, like, totally different. It was a lot heavier. And then you make it back again. You, like, kind of prove it to yourself. Because even at the first year at the CrossFit Games, I was like, I don't belong here. And I would, like, see the other girls working out. And I was, like, almost intimidated to go and work out with them. Because I'm like, I still feel like I don't know how to clean properly. I don't know how to snatch properly. And I'm working out with these girls that have been doing CrossFit for years and years. And they just look good at everything. And, like, like I said, I was a little intimidated at first by them. And even by, like, just training in front of them. Well, so that's a great point. Um, I hear that a lot from people. That they're just they're intimidated to go in the gym or get started. I'll give you a personal example. When I started CrossFit, this is kind of a weird story, but uh, Julie Fouché was training in my gym. I had just started. And which, keep in mind, I was 40 and not fit like you. So yeah. um, I come walking in one day, and there's Julie, um, her husband, Danny, who's crazy fit. Yeah. My coach, Travis, who finished second in the Masters Division at the Games, who's they've all got their shirts off. They're all shredded rip. Scott Pancheck is there training, shirt off, shredded ripped. And here I come walking in, 40 years old, intimidated as hell. I, right? I like, can only imagine. Like, how did you get past that? Like, And then how long did it take? Uh, I mean, like I said, definitely like the first, during the first years at the Games, or the first year at the Games, I didn't even want to like go work out and I was like kind of like in my corner I was like okay no no one's here no I can work out um and then I think by the next year uh when I went back to the games I felt more or less like I belonged I had a little bit more time more practice under my belt um and yeah just in the gym I just you know worked my butt off every day and just kind of like felt comfortable with more and more moves of the weightlifting of even like some of the gymnastics stuff like I remember my first year at the games, I was failing bar muscle ups, which is, you know, a gymnastic specialty because I hadn't mastered that first initial kit. So it's just like working on little things. And I'm like, just that I knew that I need to master just to feel like I fit in that next year at the games. Okay. Um, so you mentioned earlier, you've, you did bodybuilding, gymnastics, uh, physique competitions. Mm -hmm. So then what, you know, those are all kind of different, wildly different disciplines in some way. Like, what yeah. made you choose CrossFit over those? Yeah, so I did the gymnastics for 18 years. By the time I, I finished after I graduated from college, I, my body was, like, pretty beat up just from all the years. And, I mean, most gymnasts peak at 16 to 18 years right. old. So it's college was you're just kind of holding on. And after I finished gymnastics, I talked to, like, our strength conditioning coach because I'm like, I want to still work out but I have no idea what I want to do and he's like well you have really short levers like you would be great at weightlifting so I picked up weightlifting and I started doing it I did an internship with a strength conditioning program at the University of Michigan working with a bunch of different athletes and so I got to learn about the sport of weightlifting and just help different sports just become more athletic and help with that strength conditioning side so I yeah start did my first weightlifting competition in October after I graduated and but then found out that I had a bulge disc in my back and I had a little carpal tunnel. The doctor thought it was like from gymnastics. And then after just taking some time off to chill is when I noticed it and it kind of set in. So that's when I stopped doing the weightlifting. And then I switched over to like bodybuilding style training, the physique. And then I did the physique competition because I could work around that injury. Like I could do leg extensions. I couldn't I didn't have to squat and I didn't have to do step ups. And it was just like very selective training that I could do and I could work around my injuries and then decided that I didn't want to be told the way that I should look or that, like, my suit wasn't fancy enough. And so 
did the physique show and I was like, okay, that was fun. I learned a lot about like working out as far as aesthetics go and nutrition, but wanted something different. So then I did powerlifting. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Just like got me strong, got me competing, um, in something different, but I was like, I was missing something and I didn't know exactly what it was and just felt out of shape, you know, going upstairs, people would joke at me because I'd be out of breath going up a flight of steps. And sometimes they would joke like, isn't that too much cardio? And I'm like, I just felt that like there was something missing and I had seen CrossFit. Um, I had heard about it. One of my college teammates actually was on CrossFit Adrenaline, went to the games a couple times on a team. And she was always this little birdie in my ear, like, Carrie, you should do CrossFit. You should do CrossFit. I was like, Lindsay, no, like, I'm done with gymnastics. She's like, it's handstands and pull-ups. And I was like, no, like, I I don't want to do that. Then the owner of the gym uh, that I'm at in New York City contacted me and was like, would you want to coach gymnastics for CrossFit? I was like, "Uh, maybe. Like, my teammate, Lindsay, had been telling me about CrossFit. I had been rejecting it for this long. I saw it on ESPN one day. Um with like Camille and Annie, all them. And I was like, ah, oh, that, that does actually look like fun. I think I could be kind of good at it. So after I ended up doing that powerlifting competition, I was like, okay, now I'm going to try CrossFit. So I had done like all these things and then, yeah, I ended up trying CrossFit and I liked it because it combined everything. And I actually felt like I was in shape while I was doing it and not just looked in shape or wasn't just strong. And it was like overall physical fitness. And I just felt better in life. I'd like to go on record that I still get winded walking upstairs, and I've been doing this for eight years, so I'm okay. doing it wrong, obviously. <laughs> All right, there you go. And it was like, suit, like I would have to like stop midway. Like I still oh, get okay. winded. I live in a four-flight walk-up, and don't worry. By the time I get to the top, I'm like, man, why am I? Why okay. am I always still out? Of, like I feel out of shape. I feel better now. But yeah, <laughs> I, I used to have to like stop. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, different level. So the the disciplines <laughs> you were mentioning, the bodybuilding and and the weightlifting, um, are often viewed as kind of aesthetically pleasing but to your point not you know cardio driven or maybe i hate to say they're not true fitness but it's just it's not functional fitness necessarily exactly Um, so how do you how do you balance that between kind of the aesthetic of fitness and the performance piece yeah i think i think everything just kind of like falls in line when you're eating right and when you're working out hard i think like i know i'm leaner now than when i even did like the bodybuilding and physique training just because my training was very limited and I was just really restricting my calories and like watching everything that went like into my body gram for gram and like I couldn't go over at all and now like with doing I guess more intense workouts it allows me to eat more but I'm also leaner and I feel better and more energized than when I was like restricting my intake and just doing the bodybuilding training. Okay. You're with RP Strength though, right? Yes, I am. Is that, that's how you manage the food or, or yep. the diet piece of it? Yeah, they, I've been working with them for almost four years now and they contacted me actually after my second regional and cause Nick Shaw, for those Ohio State people out there, right. oh man, he went to Nick, Michigan yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, oh, former Wolverines. And we were just, we talked a little bit about nutrition. I was like, honestly, like I'm just doing something similar to when I was competing in physique. And he's like, I think I can help you out. I was like, okay, well, maybe we can start working together. So he sent me a nutrition program, and I started following it. And about a month later, like, I felt better. My recovery was better. My performance was better. I wasn't, like, crashing near the end of my workouts. And people even came up, and they're like, you're more vascular. You're leaner. Like, what are you doing different? And I'm like, I just – I added more carbs. I lowered the protein, and fat stayed about the same. Started working with RP and – like I said, the performance was better and I was leaner. I'm like, wait, how is this possible? But I think it just comes down to, you know, knowing what and when to put in your body. Right. 
Does mm -hmm. it help you? Like, so for the more mature athletes like myself, yeah. um, you know, like we'll have moments where I don't know, I, you know, I'll go out and I'll have a bad meal and then I just feel guilty about it for a full day. Does it help you manage through that at all? It does. And I think like, cause I've talked to Nick, I've talked with him about it just because I'm like, okay, well, what if like, I really want like my favorite thing is Mexican food or ice cream. And I'm like, what if like, I know people are going out for Mexican food and I'm, I really want to go. I don't eat out a whole lot. So it's like a treat. And he's like, go enjoy yourself, live it to the fullest. And then the next meal, just make sure you're right back on track. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel regret. Like go. If, if it's something that you're craving, then just do it. Like, cause otherwise you're going to be thinking about it. And eventually you're probably going to go in for it. Right. So just do it, get what you want and then return back on your nutrition. How much Jenny's ice cream did you have this weekend? In Columbus, right? It was just it was just like a double scoop. That's it. Don't worry, that's it. Jenny's is the best. Yeah, Grater's yeah, is pretty it was good so too. So good. They've got two good ice cream makers down here. Jenny's and Grater's are both. Yeah. Very good. I think Jenny's is known as the better of the two, but. Oh, okay, yeah, that's my sister said. She's like Jenny's. That's where we're going. So we, I mean, we ended up. You know, we walked. It was like half a mile. So I was like, oh yeah, we're definitely earning this ice cream right now. So tell me about this. Uh, you've, you've you do have this thirty day ab uh, thing that you've have on Instagram I see it uh, on a lot of your posts so give me just kind of a, a brief explanation of of what it is and how it fits into what you do yeah so since I was a gymnast for 18 years we do a lot of core work and that's just like had been something like people always comment on my abs and I'm like honestly like I don't remember not having abs um, just from all the gymnastics work and all the core work and stuff that we do and obviously eating very well I'm a vain person so I like having my abs and I'm very proud of them. And I was just like talking to some people and they're like, I see you do like some crazy things at the gym with your abs and like different exercises than what a lot of people do. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's just similar to what gymnasts do. And you see like how strong of cores they have. And like, usually they're, they're pretty jacked too. So I thought it would just be kind of cool to like incorporate some of those exercises that are different that help CrossFitters in their gymnastics, just having a stronger midline and core for all of the gymnastics movements and also weightlifting so I came out with a program it's 30 days it's 10 minutes a day just something that's super simple and it's no equipment or anything it's just on a floor five, five days a week 10 minutes a day and just incorporates different things and you're kind of like doing it with other people and you can kind of see how they do in the workout and makes you feel like you're working out with other people that you know is one thing that we like about CrossFit. See I was thinking of stealing your idea of and do 30 days to better ab Okay. Just, just no, no plural. Just you know? one. Just yeah. the app. All you have to do is you just walk over the chalk bucket and take a deep breath and cough really hard for like 10 minutes and then <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're that's good. it. Yeah. Coughing, laughing, you know. Eat, eat whatever all. you want. You know, it's great. And just one ab. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's, it totally works for me at my yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been cool like because now it's been out since uh, the beginning of January. So it's cool like seeing people's results and just like how they do have more definition. And then a lot of people are like seeing improvements in their core strength, like whether it's plank holds or hollow holds or toes to bar, just different things. It's really cool. People giving me their feedback. Oh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. the, the, the whole body image discussion has been really, it seems like it's been really big lately in CrossFit. I know it's gone on for a while, but it's, yeah. it seems bigger lately. I agree. I think especially, yeah, like with women and muscles and everything, it's kind of coming out there a little bit more. Do you deal with recently. haters at all? Like, oh, of course. I think all female CrossFitters do like, oh, women shouldn't be strong and they shouldn't be muscles. Like you look like a man. I'm like, you can keep your opinions. For, you can state your opinions. That's fine. Whatever. Think what you want. But I'm proud of my body. I know 
a lot of hard work goes into it. And so I appreciate, I appreciate my biceps. I appreciate my abs. I appreciate being strong. I never want to be like a weak person. Do you normally deal with it online or is it in person too? It's mainly just online. I think a lot of people in person actually are a little bit like almost like the opposite way. Like I'll be on the train um, in New York City and people are like, oh, look at your arms. Like, can you, it's really weird when people ask me to flex or like, (laughs) can I feel your arms? I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, I wouldn't know what that's like. So I'll uh, I'll take (laughs) your word for it. Yeah, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine um, on Instagram the other day and and she's a trainer in New York and Mm -hmm. exceptionally fit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she says she runs into issues where, where men will hit on her, but they'll start bragging about how much they can lift. And then yeah. she's rolling her eyes because she looks more than them. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh, I squat, uh-huh. squat 225. She's like, I squatted that for 10 yesterday. Exactly. You know, exactly. Or people are like, I deadlift 300. I'm like, I deadlift 400. Good job. I don't know what you want from me. Like, yeah, I worry about it. I mean, I have two daughters they are 15 and 17. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately for me, they seem to, to understand it. Like they've done CrossFit with me before. Um, uh, they were actually trained by Fee, who you competed against oh, this yeah, weekend. Cool. Mm-hmm. And my youngest said to me once, she's like, I want to look just like Fee, which makes me really happy because yeah, Fee's very muscular and, and super athlete, you know, mm-hmm. just an, and a total sweetheart. But, yeah, she is. But, uh, you know, I always worry about the, kind of the, the consequences that comes with that of of the haters. Like, how do you emotionally deal with it? Are you able to just, like, push it off and move on because you're so confident in your fitness? Or does it ever weigh on you at all when you have to deal with it? Yeah, I mean, 95% of the time, I think you just kind of like, you're like, whatever, like, let's see a picture of you. Because, I mean, I'm just going to talk about Instagram. Like, most of time on Instagram, when someone says something about, like, you're too muscular and females shouldn't be strong and whatever, it's usually someone who has, like, no pictures of themselves on Instagram. And it's, like, a picture of, like, nature. Like, they never show themselves. And so it's like, okay, you're trash talking other people, but what do you look like and who are you and why do you feel that you need to downgrade other people? Obviously, you're not confident with yourself. So I think that's the main thing. But then, like, every once in a while, like, people just say something a certain way, and it just, like, hits you hard, and you're like, I don't know, you're down for, like, a little bit. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I love the way I look. And even as a gymnast, I was smaller, and I I mean, I weighed, like, 20 pounds less. But I like the way I feel and the way I look right now. And, like I said, I would rather be strong and fit and have some people hate on me than – try and just fit that general stigma of women need to be skinny and long and lean. So yeah. I'm proud of the way I look and I know all the hard work that goes into it. So I think that's more important than anything. Yeah. I've kind of determined that, um, I was talking to Fia about this the other day. Somebody went on her page and, and made a really nasty comment and she's kind of new to this, you know, oh, she yeah. just, just made the games this year mm-hmm. for the first time. And, and, um, they made a re- it was a really nasty comment and I shot her a message and said I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast the other day and he said something that really struck me because I get mean comments pretty often. He said that 1%, at a minimum, 1% of the population is completely and utterly crazy. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do to please them, nothing you can do to change their mind. They're mm-hmm. just nuts. And so you yeah. start calculating out the number of followers you have and you have a ton, you mm-hmm. know, so you have a couple hundred thousand followers. You go, man, tw- you know, two to three thousand four thousand of those people are completely nuts yeah you know <laughs> yeah that's true and once i resolved my mind around that then i i just cast them aside and just yeah. like all right they're nuts i'm hysterically funny why mm-hmm. would they say that about me yeah exactly because um, they're jealous because they're not as funny as you yeah, you know see that's it everyone is that's uh, that's it <laughs> they can't make the same meme sorry I, yeah i yep. wish that were true um so um so you're still training though right some mm-hmm. a little bit yeah i so i coach just one hour a week of CrossFit okay. um, just to, you know, kind of keep doing it. I enjoy it. 
the class environment. Uh, it's usually it's Wednesdays at 1030. So it's like super chill in sure. the middle of the day. Um, and then I also have just four personal training clients that I work with just because I like doing something rather than just competing. It kind of yeah. helps me take my mind off it. Um, and right now I actually have a lady who's training for seal fit. So it's kind of cool, like helping other people reach their goals and kind of continue to make themselves better. And sometimes, yeah, it's just as rewarding as like myself getting a PR, other people either getting their first pull up or getting new maxes and stuff. So it's cool. I enjoy it. What do you find um, in those classes where, you know, you're either coaching a class or even in, in, in the individual classes where, um, you know, maybe are the biggest obstacles or hurdles that your clients have to overcome to, to, you know, continue to push toward fitness? Well, I think sometimes it's just like, no, like the intensity of fitness, like people will come into the gym and they don't know exactly like, I guess how to push themselves. And they're like, I just want to like work out the whole hour. And I'm like, no, I like, you need to like push yourself and then you rest and then you push yourself and you rest sometimes. And like, just like, I guess like different kinds of workouts, people don't really know how to do. They're just so used to like doing the same things over. So like CrossFit's a little different, you know, like you have to push the envelope of intensity and then you rest. And I think also sometimes people are so focused on numbers too, that it's like, make sure that you're moving properly before you throw like too much weight on the bar. And I think that's something that people get more and more used to as they are in like the sport longer is just like, make sure that you're moving right. And then you can add weight and everything will just kind of like fall into line. How long did it take you to figure out mobility and rest was important in CrossFit? I mean, long, like, I feel like each year I'm like, oh, yeah, I need more rest and I incorporate more mobility. I think, I mean, part of it probably is like getting a little bit older. But I, when I first started CrossFit, like my coach, I'd be like, okay, what what can I do now? What can I do now? He's like, rest and mobilize. And I'm like, no, like, like can I go do like a run or can I go lift some weight? And he's like, no, rest. <clears throat> so I think it's something that's very important and you realize how important it is as you've been doing it. And even like before competitions, I would be like, okay, what can I do this, like, the week before? What can I do? What can I do? And he's like, rest. Like, it's a download week. You're getting ready for competition. And I'm like, but I need to do something. And he's like, no, you don't. <coughs> so I think that's something that's, like, very important. And each year I realize, like, how important it is. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, coach, I'll do it. And even, like, after competitions, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take that time easy. Like, you know, your body needs the recovery, so – Took me eight years. There you go. Ser seriously, yeah. it took me. Yeah. It honestly took me probably until maybe maybe six to eight months ago, right about the time um, Saxon and Spencer opened Cliffside, and I uh, moved over to start training with them. I went to them and said, like, you know, I'll start coming to your gym. It's close to my home. It's closer than mentality where I was going. Yeah. Um, but you have to keep me healthy. I haven't been, hadn't been healthy for a couple of years. I'm like, so you have to make me rest. You can't yeah. you can't let me RX every wad. There you go. You have to make sure that I'm staying on track. I'll handle my own diet, but you guys have to. And they've been religious about coming to me and saying, hey, you should do this weight, not this weight. You should yeah. do this many reps, not that many reps. Yeah. And I've been completely healthy. And that's amazing. I think that sounds like you have a great coach if they yeah. were giving you that advice. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so one last thing before we wrap up, I guess that's, you know, kind of the kind of the gist of what I wanted you to get to, which is, you know, if you were going to give advice to people coming into CrossFit or people that wanted to start um, – you know, and clearly I doubt anyone alive ever again can expect to kind of the success you did that quick you, as big yeah. as the sport is now for sure. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give them to, you know, just average Joe off the street coming in to get started? I think just don't be scared of it. I think so many people are just intimidated because they 
might hear or see different things. Um, but nowadays, like, boxes are very, very smart about, like, the foundations class, the learning all the different moves and everything. Because it is kind of, it can be intimidating just because there are so many different moves in CrossFit. And there's different things going on. But I think that's the beauty of it is that there's always something new to learn, something new to get better at, and obstacles to overcome. And it's just different than anything else because there's, like, this huge community behind it. When you go into a gym and you start the classes, you're going to start with a group of people and you just develop relationships through fitness that maybe you hadn't had before or that's just different from anything else. So just go into the gym. That's the hardest part and get started and you won't regret it. That's awesome. So only other thing I ask before we wrap up is that when you win the games this year, you come back on the podcast and you sing Hang On Sloopy. Okay. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. You committed earlier. You to, I did. I've it's got, I've it's, got it on, it's on here. You, you did. Do it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Of course. My pleasure.